All right, this is your boy JCF of The Profits Picks, and I got a few people I want to promote on today. Highlighting Nails by Imani. That is once again at nailsby.ymanii in Jonesboro, Georgia, 258 South Main Street, Suite F, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. Check out my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia. She is the best nail technician inside the 285 perimeter or outside of the 285 perimeter once again it is 258 south main street suite f jonesboro georgia 30236 she's open right now in the eastern standard time zone it is 12 over there right now and in this time zone bishops southern cuisine 10400 south post oak road suite e Houston, Texas, United States of America, Bishop Southern Cuisine at gmail.com. Once again, Bishop Southern Cuisine. Check him out even during the holidays. Shopneolife.com forward slash Forest Health. Once again, that is shopneolife.com forward slash my last name and the word health ran by the Mrs. Heavenly Hair, as well as the online beauty boutique.com. Check her out. Check me out. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at profits underscore picks is the Twitter handle. The profits picks 2019 is the Instagram handle. And I am at the profits picks at gmail.com. Arigato Joy, Arigato Joy at soundcloud.com. Check him out as well. Check us all out. We're one big happy family and get ready for the show coming up next. Prediction shows for this week in the NFL at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Have a great day, everybody, and stay tuned to the show coming up next. One. All right, 12.30 p.m. Atlantic Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. It is December the 27th, 2022. It is still morning here, but in about 29 minutes, it will be noon. And then, of course, afternoon. Hopefully you caught that. 11.31 a.m. Central Time here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Studios forward slash media centers. Still chilly here in the city of Houston, and I am still, nevertheless, continuing on the results show series here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast, and I hope everyone is having a great day thus far and a good morning, excuse me, as it is only 10.31 a.m. Mountain, 9.31 a.m. Pacific. Good morning, West Coasters. Anchorage, Alaska, what's up? Good morning. Welcome back to... The Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show, the results show series continuing here during the NFL regular season. And then, of course, when the postseason starts, there will be results shows for the tournament. Only a few weeks away in the NFL, the tournament will start promptly on, I believe it's Saturday. January the 14th. I do know for a fact that the final day of the NFL season 
is Sunday, January the 8th. So we will we will be a full week and a half into the new year before the tournament for the NFL starts. And as a matter of fact, we just won't be a full week into the new year. We will honestly be a full two weeks into the new year once the NFL tournament starts. Once again, it will start on Saturday, January the 14th. But before we have that, we will definitely have our champion crowned in college football. That game will be played on Tuesday, January the 10th. So a lot of championship, a lot of playoff football in both college and the NFL is underway. But before we can reach that status in the NFL, we must first complete the regular season in the NFL. And before we can complete the regular season in the NFL, we have to end this year and begin a new year in order to do all of that in which I just stated 7.33 a.m. Hawaiian Standard Time. Aloha to Honolulu, Waikiki, Maui. The Pearl Harbor Memorial. All of the Hawaiian Islands, welcome back to the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Monday Night Football Results Show, I was supposed to have been giving everyone out there the winner between the Titans and the Dallas Cowboys for the absolute and ultimate final Thursday night football prediction show of the season, the final Thursday of the year and of the NFL's regular season. I was supposed to be giving everyone that on yesterday, but had a little scheduling hiccup, ran into a little bit of a mini emergency. So, Immediately following this Monday Night Football results show, I will in fact be recording, publishing, and releasing the final Thursday night winner of the 2022 NFL season. And as we all know, right now I am at 500 on Thursday nights. I'm at 8 and 8 on Thursday Night Football predictions and I'm praying to God that I get the right one this coming Thursday night. Only a couple of nights away from right now. And it is once again a chilly day here in Houston, Texas, but it is still sunny and beautiful outside. It would be a lot colder if it was cloudy and damp, but nice and sunny outside. Not going to complain. It's like the AC is turned on outside. I know in other parts of the country, It's a lot colder, and once again, this is the Monday Night Football Results Show Week 16 finale. As immediately as the season started, just that fast, or faster in this case for me, the season is almost over, and the final two weeks of the season will be in the first two weekends of the new year 2023. I hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas and I'm wishing everyone a prosperous, great 2023 as we are only a few days away from our New Year's Eve crossover into the 2023 year. 
January the 1st will be on a Sunday this year, just like Christmas was, and the NFL will resume their regularly scheduled Sunday NFL games. So what happened on last night? Not much. The game was boring. As a matter of fact, I knew the game was going to be so boring that I really made a huge effort in trying to watch something other than that game on last night. Tried to spend some time with the missus or whatever, and uh, I fell down the rabbit black hole of Monday Night Football, unable to flex out an interesting competitive game on Monday night for what we got on last night. And I'm going to be honest with you, even though this was an NFL game, and I know around March and around April, I'm going to be jonesing for any type of NFL game. Trust me when I tell you, this will be one game that I would not be jonesing for. However, with all of that said, Los Angeles Chargers, they made that game very interesting on last night, and it should not have been anywhere near interesting. Another thing I want to point out before I go into the statistics of last night's game is this. Unlike the Denver Broncos defense, the Indianapolis Colts defense, they did not give up. Indianapolis Colts defense has not given up all season long. Now, you can say, oh, well, the Indianapolis Colts defense gave up when they lost and gave up 50 plus points to the Dallas Cowboys. And you can say that they gave up when they gave up a 33 to nothing lead at halftime to the Minnesota Vikings a few Saturdays ago. But good teams are going to come back on you and win, especially when you're a bad team, no matter how good your defense is. That's why offensive coordinators are paid the bucks that they're paid to expose opposing defensive coordinators. So at the end of the day, even though the game was boring as it was, I did see the effort by the Colts defense. I did see the tenacity in the Colts defense. I saw the fact that they are professionals. They are paid professionals. And even if they weren't paid, I believe a lot of guys out there would have still played as hard and as tough as they played and just would not relinquish giving up anything to Justin Herbert and the Colts, beg your pardon, and the Chargers. I know I was going to do that at least once during this results show. And the Chargers, exotic, exciting, exhilarating offense. And the Chargers offense can be explosive. It can be exhilarating. It can be exciting. You know, don't want to hear about injuries. All 32 NFL teams has a list or as uh, Mr. Speedus likes to say from CBS Network, a litany of injuries. All 32 NFL teams has a litany of injuries. All right. The list is longer than from my head to toe, which is six foot three inches, six foot three and a half inches. So injuries are not an excuse. We got to pay attention to what the Colts defense did on last night. I hope the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, billionaire Jim Ursay, paid attention to what his defense did on last night. If your defense 
has given up all season long anywhere from 15 to 20 points per game on average. I would hope and pray that you don't mess with that defense. What do I mean by that? You don't mess with the defensive coordinator. You don't mess with the linebackers, defensive line, defensive backs, or cornerbacks and safeties. However you do it, you don't mess with that defensive coaching staff whatsoever. You leave that intact, right? You don't mess with the defensive coordinator, Gus Bradley, because even though he was not successful as a Jacksonville Jaguars head coach, he has deep roots in successful defenses. As a matter of fact, he used to be the defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Chargers. Now that I think about it, something that I did not think about last night. And again, you look at a team fighting for a playoff spot in which the Chargers earned on last night, and they earned it. When I say earned it, they earned it. And you look at a team that has no hope whatsoever for a postseason trip in January of 2023. At the end of the day, you have to find storylines to watch that game on last night. And in all honesty, that was one of those storylines that was a crossover storyline for last night's game. You had Gus Bradley, who's a former uh, defensive coordinator for your Los Angeles Chargers. You had Gus Bradley, who's the current defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. You had an Indianapolis Colts defense that was not going to give up, give in, or let up. You had a Chargers team offensively, defensively, um, special teams that was going to do everything within their power to win that game on last night because if they lost it, not only did they have to wait another week to try to earn a playoff berth, but they had to look at other teams losing and other teams winning in games that was not in their control in hopes of making it to the postseason. And not only that, you're going up against a team with only four victories on the entire 2022 NFL season. So that was another reason why you had to win that game. And you got to give credit where credit is due. You know, I give all of the credit to the Indianapolis Colts defense. And I'm hoping that Jim Irsay does not mess with that defense. I know you got to figure out what's going on with the offense. I know you got to figure out how they can get greater depth on the offensive line for players that are frontline players because you're only as good as your backups. I know you got to find a franchise quarterback. And let me say this. I picked the Indianapolis Colts back in August of this year. 2022 prediction series, which I will do Again, next August in 2023, if God spares my life and allows me to still be here. Predict the winner of the AFC South division, AFC South champions. It was not the Tennessee Titans. It was not the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it's looking like it's about to be the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. The only team that is where I thought they would be in the AFC South. And I don't have any problem saying it because I'm going to be wrong. But again, my predictions on this year, 139 games predicted correctly, 94 incorrect. As I first stated last week during my prediction shows during the week, 
I was going to get well over 100 to 150 games predicted correctly before I would ever reach 100 games incorrect. And right now I'm sitting on 140, 139, excuse me. Had a 10 and 6 week. So with that being said, I picked the Colts to win the AFC South in my 2022 predictions, AFC South champions. And the reason why I did that was because my trust was in Matthew J. Ryan as a franchise quarterback. Matthew Ryan coming in the same age as Phillip Rivers when Phillip Rivers came in a few years back. I'm thinking possibly a little bit more, possibly a lot more left in the tank than what Phillip Rivers had when he joined the Colts. A lot of people are going to say what they're going to say, but look, Andrew Luck retires right before the beginning of the 2019 season. Abruptly, no one was expecting this. It was leaked out the last Saturday of preseason football and then Sunday before the regular season started. Boom. Andrew Luck is gone. And he's been gone ever since then. He showed up on Stanford's campus and he showed up at the Indianapolis Colts um, training camp, I believe, this past summer. But since Andrew Luck, Phillip Rivers, who's retired, Jacoby Brissett, who's been a backup with the Dolphins and now he's a backup in Cleveland. He's a bridge quarterback. He's a bridge quarterback this year for Deshaun Watson after the 11 game suspension. That's not for right now. Who else have they had at quarterback? They had Nick Foles on last night, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Sam Ellinger. Who else have they had? I know they've had a few more guys here and there, but at the end of the day, those are the main guys that have played the last few years. And they just haven't gotten it done. They just have not gotten it done. Oh, Brian Hoyer. Thank you, Lord. The member of the righteous is blessed. Brian Hoyer. He had a couple of starts in there. And we all know Brian Hoyer's story. It's a lot like Nick Foles with the exception of the Super Bowl MVP quarterback winning against Tom Brady in Philadelphia, uh, with the Eagles in Minnesota a few years back. So, look, what am I saying? Owner of the Indianapolis Colts, if you're listening, which most likely you're not, do not mess with the offense. I mean, the defense. The defense for the Indianapolis Colts has given up anywhere the majority of the season. If you do not count those 50 burger games, they've only allowed 15 to 20 points per week, each and every week. And not only that, look what they did last night. Those guys fought, they scratched, they clawed, they tried. There was no give up in them. They were relentless in a losing effort. They only got a field goal in the second quarter. There was no point scored in the first quarter. 10 points by the Chargers, shockingly enough, in the second quarter, and it was a 10-3 lead at halftime. And then your offense didn't score for the rest of the game. Now, here's another thought that I had during the game of last night, and then I'm going to go ahead and get into the results and the statistics of this game. Even though the NFL does not like it when people say, hey, they're tanking. Didn't Matt Ryan do a lot better job against the Minnesota Vikings, a playoff team? Before that game and going into that game, 
The Minnesota Vikings are going to the playoffs. They were going to the playoffs before they met the Colts. I know the defense did a lot in that game, but the offense assisted, right? This was not a game in which the defense just scored all of the points. This was a game in which Matt Ryan and the offense assisted. Why throw Nick Foles onto the field for one of your last three games? I don't get it. Unless you're tanking. Unless you're tanking. And at the end of the, of, of the day, that is the only explanation that I have for Nick Foles starting on last night. The only ex- explanation. It was a 20 to 20 tie in week one against the Houston Texans. Colts gave up 24 against the Jags in week two, a loss. They didn't score any points, by the way. A lot of that was Matt Ryan. They beat Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs 20 to 17. So there was a glimmer of hope. Your one win, one tie, and one loss on the year. They gave up 24 to the Titans, 12 to the Broncos. The biggest lopsided loss of the season in that game was still close, was losing Baker Parton. I'm sorry, they beat the Jaguars 34-27. And I remember I picked the Jags to win that football game. Jags was a better football team, if you ask me, at the time. And honestly, it's starting to show as they lead the AFC South Division now. And that was in a win. They gave up 27 there. That was the most points that the Jag- that the Colts defense gave up all season long in that Jaguars game. They gave up 19 to the Titans, 17 to the Commanders, game in which they should have won, 26 that caused Frank Reich to get fired. 25 to the Raiders. 17 to the Eagles. They just like giving up 17 points to the, the NFC East division teams this year. 24 to the Steelers. And then the biggest embarrassments of the season. You would have thought you would have held on to Frank Reich until that Cowboys Sunday Night Football embarrassment, 54-19. If I'm Jim Ursay, that's when I fire Frank Reich. If I'm going to do it. And then if you didn't do it that weekend. You did it on Saturday. 39-36 final. A game in which you were leading 33 to zip at halftime. Well, guess what, Coast fans? You got the G-Men at 1 o'clock this coming Sunday. I will predict the winner of that one. That's going to be a tough one to predict the winner in. Because the Giants still aren't that postseason team. That we all thought and hoped they would be early in the year. When they were like 7-2-1. and and oh, because we know eventually they did did end up tying with the uh, commanders later on in the year. But yeah, and then, of course, against the Houston Texans, pretty good job, NFL, scheduling divisional games with the exception of, well, good job of scheduling the Colts divisional games this year. I'm not going to beat up on the NFL too much this time around. Week one, Texans, week two, Jags. And then they didn't see a divisional opponent again until about week four, week five. It was the Titans. First time seeing them. Then they saw the Jags again midway through the season, followed by the Titans again. And then they'll end the year with the Texans. So pretty good job scheduling. I'm not going to be too tough on the NFL this time around. And that game will be January the 8th. Trust me, that's going to be a one o'clock game. That's going to be a Sunday, January the 8th, 12 Central, 1 Eastern kickoff. Jags, Texans. Beg your pardon. Colts, Texans. Excuse me. This is the Monday Night Football results show between the Chargers and the Colts. All right, so I just really wanted to go over that schedule. 
with the Colts because that was a thought that I had during the game. And in all honesty, I did not have to watch that game. But, um, hey, I just ended up watching the game for whatever reason. There's no explanation for it. I really did try to get out of watching it, but I just ended up in the studio, in the man cave, in the media centers and watching that game. Now, mind you, I had plenty of games recorded that I have not seen yet. Some of the games I've started watching and just haven't taken the liberty of watching the rest of those games. Um, but just in case anyone's wondering, um, Eagles at Cowboys a couple of Sundays ago, still got that. Texans Titans, still got that. Um, still got to watch the remainder of the Bucks and the 49ers. Uh, the remaining portions of the Cowboys and Texans, the Battle of Texas and Civil War. I didn't watch that yet. Uh, Rams and Chiefs, haven't seen that yet. Broncos and Chiefs, got to remember to finish watching the rest of that, by the way. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett was fired, <clears throat> no longer the head coach of the Denver Broncos. I got to watch the entirety of the Rams and the Broncos. Um, I thought I started watching it, but I realized I was wrapping gifts. No, that was Christmas Day. I was with the family that day. And then when the second half got ready to start, um, we hopped in the car and we went to go see the Christmas lights. So that's what happened with that. So, uh, yeah, still a bunch of games to watch. Bengals and Chiefs, haven't watched that one yet. So uh, Falcons and Commanders, haven't watched that one yet. Colts, speaking of Colts and the Eagles, 17 to 16. And then, of course, Sunday night, fo- uh, Sunday night football on Christmas, beg your pardon, on Thanksgiving night. Still got to watch the rest of the purple and gold against the Patriots. So still got a few games to watch. And I could have watched any one of those games instead of settling for that Monday night football game. But uh, it is what it is, right? Nothing to complain about. No big deal. All right. Results on last night. Indianapolis Colts had 10 first downs. Chargers had 17. Chargers offense got a field goal in the third quarter, a touchdown in the fourth, and it was a 20-3 final. Chargers niche a playoff berth. They improved the 5-3 away from SoFi Stadium. Man, if they could play all of their games away from SoFi Stadium, right? SoFi Stadium still has that Dallas uh, Jerry's World jinx for the home team when the stadium is brand spanking new for the first five, six years. Only in their second year at SoFi Stadium. And they still got that jinx going on. It's hard to win at home with the brand new stadium. Why that is, I don't know. But it just is. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. They improved to 9-6 overall on the year. Indianapolis Colts fall to 4-10-1 on the year. And a paltry 2-5 at home. Indianapolis Colts eliminated from the postseason. I think they were eliminated going into that game. And if they weren't, Chargers helped them out and mercifully ended their season. And again, that defense did not at any point in time give up. Uh, Six of the 10 first downs for the Colts through the air. Two of the 10 on the ground. And then the Chargers defense made mistakes. I believe that was both Darren James Jr.'s idiotic plays. The second one got him ejected. Awarded the Colts offense. Two first downs in the game on last night. 
This is the reason why I had to be long and windy on that thought that I had in the game last night with the Colts. This is why, Jim say I say you mess with that offense all you need to, all you want to. Don't touch that defense. Ten third downs for the Indianapolis Colts last night. The Indianapolis Colts did not convert one single third down. If you can tell me when the other time this has happened in the NFL, or if that was the first time that ever happened last night in NFL history, hit me up at my email. The missus and I will work together and hook you up with a proper pick swag bag. If you can tell me when was the other time a team in an NFL game, whether it was prime time or in the day on a Sunday, did not convert a single third down in a game. Once again, on third downs for the Indianapolis Coast last night, they went 0-4-10. And then they went for it on fourth down four times. And they only converted one. 50 total offensive plays in a game last night. 173 total yards on 10 total drives. 173 total yards. Absolutely and totally, utterly putrid for the Colts offense on last night. 3.5 yards per play. By the way, that 173 total was rushing and passing. 11 penalty yards on two penalties. Nick Foles threw three interceptions in the game on last night. Coast time of possession, 26 minutes, 6 seconds. Chargers, 17 first downs, 10 of the 17 through the air. Hey, that is Phillip Rivers' jersey number. Josh Allen's as well. Baker Mayfield's too. Um, 7 of the 17 on the ground. Colts defense, this is the reason why I had that long windy thought in the beginning of the show. Jim Irsay, your defense did not make any mistakes that awarded the Chargers offense a first down. They played a clean game. 11 penalty yards on two penalties. It can't get any cleaner. Your offense is just crap. And it was a total of 67 offensive plays last night for the Chargers for 314 total yards. That's rushing and passing, by the way. 11 total offensive drives, one more offensive drive than the Colts on last night averaged 4.7 yards per play. 18 third downs, only eight converted. That's 50%. One fourth down, one of those converted. 60 penalty yards, six on six penalties for the Chargers last night. Two turnovers, a fumble loss, and an interception thrown. Time possession, 33 minutes, 54 seconds. And this Monday night football results show week 16 finale is almost over. Only one Monday Night Football game remaining in the 2022 NFL season. And by the way, Sunday Night Football's got everybody beat. They had a Christmas night game. They had all of their regular, regular scheduled Sunday Night Football games. They had the title defense kickoff game with the Bills and the Rams in SoFi Stadium, a game in which the Rams got absolutely dismantled. They had the Thanksgiving night game. They're going to have the final game of the season in prime time with the exception of Monday night, but they're still going to have more games than Monday night football and Thursday night football combined. And not only that, they had the games that was flexed out. The future games flexed out for the more competitive postseason contention games, 
which is what we love as NFL football fans. So, Buffalo and Cincinnati next Monday. Can't wait. 17 completions on 29 pass attempts for Nikki Foles last night. 143 yards passing average, 4.9 per. No touchdown passes, three interceptions thrown. He was sacked seven times for a loss of 39 yards. Quarterback rating of 3.4. Overall rating of 31.9. And guess what? No. Nick Foles at this point in time in his career is not better than Matthew J. Ryan. He's just not. And I really think the Colts want to get a better draft pick. So they're looking at a quarterback. I can tell you that right now. There are going to be a lot of quarterbacks coming out in this draft. A lot of quarterback prospects. The question is, which one of these prospects are going to score high enough this coming February at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, Indiana? that will grade out good enough and end up being that first round quarterback draft pick for the Indianapolis Colts since Andrew Luck. Told you, everything that I talk about on this show is show specific related. Indianapolis Colts has a rushing team combined last night, 14 carries, 69 yards, 4.9 per Jelani Woods, 3 for 43. That is a 6 foot 7, 267 pound tight end from University of Virginia. Started his career at Oklahoma State as a Oklahoma State uh, cowboy. And uh, he was a dual threat quarterback coming out of high school. That's scary. Can you imagine somebody 6 foot 7, 267 coming at you full speed? If you're a dual threat quarterback, obviously you can run at least a 40-yard dash in 4.5 seconds, at least. Not only that, you're six foot seven. Your stride is going to be long when you're walking. Imagine how long that stride is when you're running. Unbelievable. This guy's going to be a beast for years to come. Colts, tight ends, H-backs, fullbacks, running backs, wide receivers on last night. Combined for 17 receptions, 143 receiving yards, 8.4 was the average per. No touchdown receptions for these guys. On last night, Justin Herbert, 24 for 31, 235 through the air, 7.6 was the average per. No passing touchdowns. He threw in interceptions. He was sacked four times last night for a loss of 22 yards. Quarterback rating of 34.5, overall rating of 84.7. Austin Eckler had about the same amount of yards as Zach Moss for the Colts on last night. For the Chargers last night. Pound for pound, toughest running back in the NFL there is, Austin Eckler. Average 3.7 per. He had two rushing touchdowns on last night. Chargers as a team rushing 32 carries, 101 yards rushing, average 3.2 per. Two rushing touchdowns, once again, Austin Eckler. Keenan Allen is a beast. 11 receptions on last night, 104 receiving yards. He averaged 9.5 per. Could not make it to the end zone. Mike Williams, 4 for 76, 19 per catch. Chargers, tight ends, H-backs, wide receivers, fullbacks, running backs had a combined total of 24 receptions, 235 receiving yards, 9.8 was the total per catch. And Justin Herbert fumbled last, fumbled last night. He lost it. Quiddy Pay recovered it. Wide receiver DeAndre Carter fumbled on last night as well. He did not lose it. It went out of bounds. Possession stayed with the charges. 
Colts last night. Bobby Akurike, nine total tackles, seven solo. And the only reason why I know how to pronounce his name is because I've heard multiple announcers say it over this season, both on Monday Night Football and in other games. Bobby Akurike, love that last name, is a baller. He is a beast and he rose to the occasion in the wake and the unfortunate absence for his injured teammate in Shaquille Leonard. Not Darius Leonard, Shaquille Leonard. Indianapolis Colts defense as a team, 79 total team tackles, 45 solo tackles, four sacks in the game on Justin Herbert. As I mentioned a few moments ago, five tackles for a loss, two passes defense. To go with the four sacks on Justin Herbert, they hit him seven times on last night. Nick Foles got hit nine times on last night, and he was sacked seven times on last night. So go figure. Drew Tranquil, linebacker for the Chargers. 11 total tackles, four solo, a sack, a quarterback hit. And then cornerback Michael Davis, seven total tackles, five solo. Michael Davis also had an interception. So did Derwin James Jr. So did Asante Samuel Jr. A lot of juniors on his team. Kenneth Murray Jr., the linebacker for the Chargers, six total tackles, five solo, one sack, one tackle for a loss, and the quarterback hit. Chargers as a team, as a whole, as a defense, 58 total team tackles, 33 solo tackles, seven sacks, seven tackles for a loss, five pass defense, and as I stated a few moments ago, nine quarterback hits on Mr. Nicky Foles. Guess what, ladies and germs? That is the final results show for week 16. We had a Thursday night football results show. We had a Saturday night football results show, Christmas Eve special, Christmas Day, Sunday night football results show special. And we had last night, which is just a regular day, December the 26th, Monday night football results show. I went 4-0 in prime time in week 16. I only did this one other time this NFL season. Very happy and elated. I was able to go 4-0 in one of, not just one of, these 18 NFL weeks during the season, but I went 4-0 in two of these 18 weeks in this NFL season. It's very, very hard to do. So when you accomplish a feat like that, you better got doggone well celebrated. And I'm patting myself on the back. I am 139-94-2 on the year. I went 0-2 this past Sunday, by the way. I went 2-0 on Saturday night. Numbers get real crazy around the holidays. I'm 29-20 in prime time. I went 4-0 once again in prime time. 6-4 on Christmas Eve. That was this past Saturday. I am now 10-6 on Sunday night football. 11-6. On Monday Night Football, 8-8 eight and eight on Thursday Night Football, which is my only bad night. And, uh, yeah, it was a great week in the NFL for me. A great weekend. Happy holidays, everybody. Coming up next, Thursday Night Football prediction show finale. Everybody stay safe out there and stay warm. Happy holidays once again. One.